Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome aboard. I am Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, and you're listening to the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Nice to have you in the house this weekend. Well, it has been an extraordinary week in the world. I don't necessarily mean that in a positive way either. Until Friday, of course, well, even through this weekend, the world has been riveted on terrorism and the massive police action in and around Paris. On the other side of the world, divers think they've located the tail of that, well, they have located the tail of that AirAsia flight in the Java Sea. They brought it up, but they have not located the black boxes, the data boxes that they hoped would be in that tail. As I broadcast live at Saturday morning around 10.08 Eastern Time, those crucial boxes, we think, have not yet been retrieved. All the news reports said the tail is up, but they don't know about the boxes. Hey, if he were still alive, Elvis would have turned 80 last Thursday. And when I realized that this week, I wonder what the king would have thought of today's world. Speaking of Elvis, his two personal jets have been on display for 30 years at Graceland, and they're about to be auctioned off. You can buy one. The jets are named Lisa Marie and Hound Dog 2. Hound Dog 2 was designed by Elvis himself. It's got a gilded wash basin, plush sleeping quarters. The planes are expected to be fetched between 10 and $15 million, which is a pretty handsome price to pay for, for two planes that uh, are no longer airworthy. But you'll have an option to buy a few acres of land adjacent to Graceland where you can park those jets and charge for admission by visitors. All right, I'll have some other, little more affordable deals at the end of this hour. But let me tell you now what might turn out to be the deal of the year. That would be Europe. If you haven't noticed, the euro has lost about 20% of its value compared to the U.S. dollar in recent months. And some currency experts say that it could continue to decline to the point where the dollar is on parity with the euro. It's about a dollar twenty. It takes a dollar twenty to buy a euro now, but some currency traders say, you know, by the end of the year, it'll only take a dollar to buy a euro, which makes the euro nations a bargain for travelers who have American dollars. In a moment, I'll talk to an American who's been traveling through Europe as the euro has been sliding in value this year. Then I'll be joined by our friend Anthony Dias Blue, wine writer and lifestyle guru, who's got some gripes about a few things related to travel and restaurants. And you probably know that cruise ships carry a doctor aboard for the convenience of passengers. But what happens if that doctor screws up? Well, a legal ruling long ago held that the cruise line would bear no responsibility for mistakes by its medical personnel. That has uh, impacted several people who have uh, claimed uh, malpractice against uh, doctors aboard ships. Well, a maritime lawyer thinks it's high time that changed, and attorney Robert Peltz will join me later in this show to make his case. And while we're on the topic of cruises, have you ever fantasized about just chucking it all and heading out for a few months on a leisurely, around-the-world cruise? Well, I certainly have. Tom Mullen's a U.K.-based tour expert, and he's been a guide on those kinds of cruises around the world multiple times. In fact, he's just about to leave on one. He'll tell us that that kind of trip might be more affordable than you think. Then, as I said, I'll have some extraordinarily good deals of the week toward the end of the show. We are in one of the slowest travel seasons of the year after all, so airlines and hotels are rolling out deals. You're going to want to hear these. But first, let's talk about that plummeting euro. Tom Bartell is a writer, editor, photographer, curator of a website called TravelPast50.com, and he and his 
wife, uh, Kristen, have been living on the road, well, for about almost five years now, since 2010. Um, they established Travel Pass 50 about three years into that. We reach him today in Jerusalem, but he's been roaming around Europe until recently. And as I said, experiencing firsthand the rapid decline of the value of the euro in relation to the dollar. Tom, nice to have you on the show again. Well, it's very nice to be here, Rudy. Thanks for asking. Well, now, Tom, when you were in Europe, I mean, could you actually feel the the slipping value of the euro as you went through day-to-day life? Well, yeah, it it certainly seems cheaper. I know every time I plug the cash card in and withdraw euros and then look at my statements, I say, well, that's not as bad as it used to be. <laughs> right, you got so, a few more. When, when did you when yeah. did you start your Europe leg of your trip? Well, this year we uh, well we spent the whole first half of the year uh, in Europe, and then went back to the United States for a bit, and then uh, came back to Europe in October. So the difference just between when we were here in April, May, June versus October, November, December has been very welcome, certainly. It's I'm just probably gonna... off about 20% since the first of the year. Yeah, that's what, uh, that's what currency traders say. And, the, and they're predicting a, a, a continued decline of the euro. And, and the news in the last week about perhaps deflation in Europe has certainly not dampened those predictions. I mean, that would be quite extraordinary, uh, $1 equaling, equaling 1 euro, wouldn't it? It'd be a great bargain for American travelers or folks who get paid in dollars. It certainly would be, and uh, it's certainly, uh, I think the corollary to this is the deflation in Europe. We're actually seeing that not only is the dollar worth more, but the prices are uh, declining. I think uh, hotel prices are down. I think uh, food prices are at least stable, if not down. Uh, And especially because we've just been in Greece and Italy, which were two of the countries hardest hit by the recession in Europe. And you can get a very nice meal in Italy for around 15 euros. And in uh, Greece, we were finding uh, very nice restaurant meals for 10 or 12 Boy, it's, it's so, been a long, long time since we've heard uh, prices like that. As I recall, I got to go way back when the euro was instituted, and I didn't look up what year that was. But I think that the dollar started out, you know, 84 cents or, or 86 cents or something bought you a euro, and then it escalated from there. But still, a dollar be a, be a great deal. So no more uh, $7 Coca-Colas on the Champs-Élysées, perhaps. Well, that's still <laughs> a problem, <laughs> I think. And there, there were... And we were in Paris as well, and I don't think, uh, I mean, I do remember paying the equivalent of about $10 for a beer, uh, for a half a liter of beer on a couple of occasions. So you're not going to get away from it too much in Paris. But uh, we actually found Rome uh, Rome to be very reasonable, and Athens. Uh, well, I, Florence I think... and Venice, not so much, but... I think getting away from the tourist streets in Paris and Rome and going where the locals... Uh, Dine is probably the uh, the secret, don't you, Tom? I I totally agree. I mean, I think we stayed in the uh, ninth arrondissement, and uh, there were plenty of neighborhood restaurants there where you could get a, you know, the menu of the day was fourteen euros or something in Paris. That's, that's well, Tom. I know you're in Jerusalem now. Um, have a lovely stay while you're there, and we'll check in with you uh, down the road. I'm sure. Well, thanks a lot, Rudy. Thanks for having me, and. Uh, will be listening.
Happy New Year. Tom Bartell and his wife uh, curate the website TravelPass50.com if you'd like to follow their travels. There were reports this week that Saudi Arabia's national airline, Saudi, may offer sexually segregated seating for passengers. Apparently, some male passengers have complained they don't want other males sitting next to their wives or other female family members. Shouldn't come as a huge surprise. Saudi serves no booze or pork on its flights. Hires no Saudi women as flight attendants, so they may work as ground staff. And a verse from the Quran is read before takeoff. Most international flights have a prayer area for men. As for seating men separate from women, well, we'll wait and see. See ground. We'll be right back. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. All coughs aren't the same, and neither are all cough medicines. Robitussin DM Max is a fast, powerful cough medicine with a unique dual-action liquid that instantly soothes your throat and relieves even the toughest coughs that can come with a cold, wet, <coughs> dry, <coughs> and hacking. <coughs> Don't let a cough control you. Control your cough with Robitussin DMX. Soothe your throat, relieve your cough, and don't suffer the consequences. Use as directed. This is a critical message for listeners who need to actually lose 30 pounds or more for legitimate health or personal reasons. Because for the next five minutes, the makers of AF Plus are giving out risk-free trials of their incredibly effective weight loss supplement. It's proven and can cause dramatic weight loss. So only call if you need to lose 30 pounds or more. Call toll-free 1-800-506-1975. Because it's so potent, take no more than one capsule once a day. You can expect to experience maximum weight loss, pounds in days. It's all natural, safe, and healthy. But if your weight loss with AF Plus is too dramatic, please decrease use and only take it every other day. For your risk-free trial, you will be given a full-size supply to use absolutely risk-free. Supplies are limited. If you need to lose 30 pounds or more for legitimate reasons, call now, toll-free, 1-800-506-1975. Phone lines will be open for the next five minutes. 1-800-506-1975. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of the show is brought to you by our loyal sponsor, Orbits.com. By the way, have you seen the Orbits Rewards program? It offers you a way to earn and redeem rewards instantly. And the only thing better than earning and redeeming instant travel awards? Well, earning and redeeming even more instant travel rewards. So... When you join Orbit's Rewards, if you use this promo code, it's unique to our listeners, Gift Me, you'll get an extra 15% off eligible hotels. That promo code, again, is Gift Me. The two words, Gift and Me, run together. Gift Me. And think of it as our gift to you. Sign up now at Orbit's.com slash rewards. That's Orbit's.com slash rewards. Use the promo code Gift Me and get instant vacation gratification. 
I'm delighted to be joined by my old friend and a frequent guest on this show, Anthony Dias Blue, a.k.a. Andy Blue. He, uh, oh, for years he was Bon Appetit's Wine and Spirits editor. He runs the San Francisco Wine Competition and, and the Spirits Competition, and he publishes a trade publication called The Tasting Panel. And every once in a while, well, actually, every month in the tasting panel, he has an editor's note in the front, and he sort of holds forth on things. And if you remember, remember the old Johnny Carson show character, the senior citizen, the elderly woman he called the fruitcake lady who would call up and rant about various things? Well, when I read Andy's column, I sometimes think of him as the fruitcake lady, although he's a little more stylish than her. Andy, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Great to be here, Rudy. And the reason I invited him on was because he's uh, commented on some things that we as travelers and diners do quite a bit, and I thought I'd let him uh, uh, do a little ranting. I think he'll feel better afterwards. Uh, Andy, you, you uh, let's start with this thing about diners taking f- pictures of their food with their oh, smartphones really? almost always. This, this, this irritates you, doesn't it? it? Very much so, because, you know, it slows down the whole restaurant process, and you know, what's the point? I mean, you're going to have another meal tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> this is not an historic moment. It's really funny. There's one restaurant here in uh, in Los Angeles that has uh, its most famous dish is, is pork neck stew, right? And, you know, it looks like a big brown mass of glob. And they encourage their uh, their the people that come to the restaurant to take pictures of it. And if you go to their website, there's like 400 <laughs> pictures of the same yucky looking <laughs> stew what what's the point well now uh, janet dasavid mcdonald my executive producer i told her i was having you on and she said what's he talking about I, and i told her we're going to talk about food photos she says i'd love to take food photos first of all she says it shows people that i'm like at a really fancy restaurant so, and i told her i was going to tell you that so there's some ego involved in people saying hey look where i am i'm eating at you know wherever it is that is a chic okay, restaurant well, you know if it's el bully or something like that maybe that maybe it's acceptable but when you you know when you're going to the local beanery and you're taking pictures of it i mean come on <laughs> okay talk right. to so the per- person at the table don't take pictures all right now you write about food all the time uh, don't you take pictures sometimes and use it no. for no okay if i can't remember it then it's not worth talking about <laughs> okay but you don't need a photo i guess huh? that's okay. right all right and while we're on the topic of restaurants kale a four-letter word. Yes, very much so. Um, it's in, everywhere. In my column, I likened it to a vinyl pool cover. <laughs> it's uh, it's actually a good it's good exercise because you you walk down the street in uh, in Los Angeles and uh, all the, the 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 models are sitting at the at these tables, kind of masticating kale. You know, and it's a very easy way to exercise your jaw. Well, it it is supposed to be very good for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> who told I, you that? <laughs> I don't know. Why else would it be everywhere? What it appeared, you know, what two years, year, two years ago, everywhere. On, I'm surprised McDonald's doesn't have it. But so, how does that happen? Why it must be good for you? No? Well, you know, it's it's a it's a trendy thing. I mean, you know, tiramisu was like five years ago, and now we've got kale. Uh, Do. You, we, we I'm also have gluten free, which is uh, another scamorama because less than one percent of the people in this world have a, have a gluten problem. You know, have celiac disease, and those people definitely need to use gluten free foods. But th- this whole rage of gluten free is—it's ridiculous. First of all, people think they're going to lose weight by uh, by doing gluten free. Not going to happen, mm. and uh, it's probably bad for you. 
I've got a but dozen friends that. who say they have to eat gluten free suddenly. I'm I didn't you know when I was growing up I never heard of the word phrase. Right. <laughs> All right, well, we're, we're irritating a lot of listeners. We got a little more to go. I'm talking with Anthony Dice Blue. Andy Blue is a food writer, and uh, restaurant and wine writer and spirits writer, and uh, very involved in the uh, entertainment industry. Excuse me, the the uh, the travel and uh, and um, hospitality industry. You can check out his uh, blog or write him a uh, hate mail if you'd like through bluelifestyle.com. All right, you don't like. Dining rooms that look as if they're from a West Elm catalog. Now I'm sort of vaguely familiar with West Elm. It's sort of like wood tables. What? Give me, give us a, a word. Well, I mean, it's a the picture description. table thing that's uh, you know that gets to me. I, I don't want to have to sit down next to some guy named Jizlin uh, and and uh, try to make conversation with him. I just as soon sit with my own peeps. So you don't um, like the family table concept, is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, hmm. and. Uh, there's a lot of places that are doing that now, and I and I understand from a restaurateur's point of view that it's um, that that it's it's safe space and it it takes care of singles and doubles that want to you know schmooze with other people. But I don't know. I'm I'm not into it. I you know whatever happened to fine dining? I mean, I you don't have to spend thousands of dollars and uh, to to have a, a wonderful dining experience, but it's nice to uh, you know sit at a table with a nice white tablecloth and uh, pleasant service and soft music and good I food. I seem to remember. You know, I see. Well, I know you live in L.A. now because I often stay with you when I'm out there. But I know that when you lived in San Francisco, is that you? I, that, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you lived in San Francisco. You took me to one of my first restaurants that I ever sat at a community table at. I can't remember. It was Italian, and you took me, you and your wife, you and Kathy took me there. I wish I could remember the name of it. Do you have any memory of that at all? I don't. Yeah, okay, maybe it was It was so new that it probably didn't bother you. All right, this one, here's, here's a hot button. Mandatory yeah. gratuities, when gratuities are added, which is, happens a lot in Europe, but is happening more and more in the United States. You don't like that? Well, it's a contradiction in term, isn't it? Uh, because uh, gratuity is technically a reward, and uh, to have it mandated, uh, you know, it's like big government all over again. Um, I just, uh, I think you ought to, you ought to be able to tip what you want to tip. But, but I understand that some people are cheap, and you know, they're still tipping twelve percent or something like that, which is wrong. I, I think that. Servers are hardworking, and then they deserve, since they're they're not very well paid by the restaurant, they they deserve a you know a eighteen to twenty percent tip at least, and uh, if they've done a good job. And do you tip on the total bill, which includes taxes, or not? Uh, yeah, I usually do. And what if you've either brought a bottle of wine or you've, you know, bought some ex- extremely expensive bottle of wine, like a three hundred dollar bottle of wine? I presume you don't necessarily tip twenty percent. Include that three hundred and the twenty percent. No, okay. not necessarily. Okay. But uh, you know, it's it's basically a you just make up your mind what you're going to tip and you do that. And uh, you know, and as long as you can feel comfortable with it and the 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 karma is good, go for it. You know? But am I correct in, in asserting that that seems to be a growing thing, the mandatory tip movement in the United States? I think so. I mean, I'm and not totally adverse to it. Um, I certainly am 
I'm cool with it in Europe, and I and I uh, and I understand it. And I think it's uh, it actually seems to me that it cuts the the bill down a little bit uh, when it's when it's on the bill already, and you don't have to then tip on top of that. You know, I, mean, I think I've noticed in Europe that maybe it's because I'm spending more time in London, but fewer and fewer European places putting mandatory tips on the bill. Really. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to, you know, it's it's often good to ask in Europe because sometimes you don't know if it's been added or not. But uh, I, I I take your point. And and if they only add fifteen percent, if you want to add an extra three or four or five percent, of course you're you're free to do that. That's true. All right. Well, all right, fruitcake lady. I'm glad you could join us. Uh, <laughs> too much kale. West Elm catalog. Uh, um, dining rooms. Mandatory gratuities and diners taking food photos. We'll uh, we'll try to behave ourselves so we don't. Uh, yeah, and also. You know, we'll, what about campers? Campers. That's usually a party of women. Now I'm going to get a lot of mail from this one, but it's usually a party of women who sit at the and and <laughs> in a restaurant where the table where the tables are in great demand, they sit for you yes. know an extra hour. Yes. Okay. To okay. Well, we got the rest <laughs> of us stand and wait. All right. I'm going to save you from getting bad email. Anthony dies blue bluelifestyle.com. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We'll be back right after this break. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open anytime, so call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Robitussin Coughlin's number 29, The Not-So-Silent Night. (coughs) Sorry, hon. Oh, you keep waking me up. I think that's... on. it's 3 a.m. Control your cough with Robitussin DM Max Nighttime. It has a unique dual-action liquid that instantly soothes your throat and delivers fast, powerful relief of the coughs that can keep you up at night, which is good news for you and the person one pillow over. Robitussin. Don't suffer the consequences. Use as directed. Lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now, back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 33 minutes after the hour. It has happened. Someone on a cruise ship is taken ill, and the cruise ship doctor has uh, administered to him or her, and something has gone wrong, and the patient winds up considering or actually suing the doctor on the cruise ship, or and suing the cruise ship company for that matter. Uh, the cruise ship company is protected by something called the bar. Well, I'm going to let our lawyer uh, guest explain it. It's a it's it's a barbetta decision that shields uh, cruise lines from being responsible for mishaps on the part of medical doctors they retain aboard. Robert Peltz is a lawyer with the Peltz Law Firm. It's based in Miami. He's the immediate past chairman of the National Maritime Law Association's Cruise Line Committee, so he thinks a lot about cruise line law. And Robert, you did a piece recently. It's your assertion 
that this Barbetta law, which I'll ask you to explain, uh, its time has passed. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Rudy. Happy to be here. Um, the Barbetta decision uh, is based on a series of cases that date back to the 1800s when a cruise ship doctor was literally alone in the middle of the ocean treating a passenger with the few, to few tools he might have had at hand. In today's world, however, you know, passengers watch live TV, they surf the net, they Skype, and they conduct real-time financial transactions while they're sailing on cruise ships on the other side of the world. And it's this same technology also allows ships' hospitals to conduct sophisticated medical tests, uh, onboard ships' doctors to electronically communicate with land, and even send x-rays and diagnostic tests. Uh, this new case, the Franza case, recognizes these changes and realities and brings the law governing cruise lines into the 21st century. So is the Franza case a decision that is going to um, hold precedent over the Barbetta rulings? Well, that's a good question. The, the, the short answer to that is that Barbetta uh, arose in the Fifth Circuit. The uh, uh, federal courts are divided into 12 different circuits that are geographic, and uh, Barbetta arose in the Fifth Circuit, which is uh, one group of states, and uh, France arose in the Eleventh Circuit, which includes Florida. Uh, since Florida is the home of most cruise lines, um, although it doesn't overrule it, it will um, really become the majority rule now. And in a nutshell, what does the Franza decision say? Uh, in a nutshell, it holds cruise lines accountable for the deaths and injuries caused by the negligence of uh, ships, doctors, and nurses. And this is important for the safety of all cruise passengers, since companies which are held accountable for their actions, whether they're car manufacturers or cruise lines, are more careful and make safer products. In the case of cruise lines, this translates into safer cruises for your audience. I can't imagine cruise lines are real happy about this. No, they're not. And, uh, you know, there are many provisions that cruise lines stick in their tickets in an effort to increase profits and at the same time to uh, take away the remedies of passengers. Uh, this case will have a profound effect on uh, not only shipboard malpractice, but also other areas where these clauses exist, too. Um, one area in particular are shoreside excursions, uh, and so this will have a major impact. So uh, cruise lines have traditionally said, well, if something goes wrong while you're on a shoreside excursion, even if you've contracted through the cruise line, they have no liability. It's not their problem. It's you take it up with the, uh, the particular on-ground guide company or something. Am I uh, that's, that's exactly correct. And, uh, it, you know, that's basically uh, unfair since the cruise lines end up not only design the excursion, they select the people to perform it, they sell it, they advertise it. Um, but they also take the majority of the money that passengers sure. are charged for these excursions. Are, the, are there many uh, cases involving um, malpractice against doctors aboard cruise ships? I mean, is it one a year or ten a year, or, or for that matter, also uh, uh, land guides? Yeah, well, uh, unfortunately, um, the only people with the, with the actual statistics are the cruise lines. Um, it's not like a situation where someone is uh, injured or uh, dies as a result of malpractice in a hospital where there is an, uh, someone who comes and a uh, government agency will come and investigate and there's an actual record. Um, however, uh, you know, anecdotally, based on uh, experience and uh, myself and other people that handle these type cases, there are a lot of them out there. 
I'm trying to get some feel when you say a lot. Might it be one a month, one a week? Uh, uh, do you have? I, I know, as you say, there is no no uh, central recording house apparently. But given your practice, is it something you hear once a year? No, I, I would say um, you know my guess would be that there would probably be in excess of a hundred cases a year. That's two a week. Well, there are a lot of cruise lines, a lot yeah, of cruise line passengers. I mean, there were over 19 million passengers sailed out of North America last year. This may be wandering in an area we don't need to wander into, and if so, tell me. But for years, cruise line, well, most cruise lines are not flagged in the United States. They have some foreign country of convenience because it saves them on taxes, et cetera. It, does that bear an illegal case? Or if they're sailing out of, say, Fort Lauderdale or any other U.S. port, are they, are, are they subject to U.S. courts in these cases? Well, if they're sailing out of uh, a U.S. port, they are going to be subject to U.S. law. And so that would account for uh, the great majority of the, um, you know, the cruises, although there are now an you know, increasing number that go on in Europe and Asia. Um, but the, if they sail out of a U.S. port, it would, although the flag uh, law has some impact on the situation, uh, they would still be subject to U.S. laws. Robert Peltz is a lawyer at the Peltz Law Firm based in Miami. He's very involved in maritime law. We appreciate your stopping by. Mr. Peltz, thanks so much. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Rudy. Thank you. Take care. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World in just a moment. And we're going to talk about, well, taking a world cruise. Join Rudy Max's World by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Robitussin Coffequence number 29, The Not-So-Silent Night. <coughs> oh. Sorry, hon. <coughs> oh, you keep waking me up. I think that's... Hon, <coughs> it's 3 a.m. <coughs> Control your cough with Robitussin DM Max Nighttime. It has a unique dual-action liquid that instantly soothes your throat and delivers fast, powerful relief of the coughs that can keep you up at night, which is good news for you and the person one pillow over. Robitussin, don't suffer the consequences. Use it directly. All coughs aren't the same, and neither are all cough medicines. Robitussin DM Max is a fast, powerful cough medicine with a unique dual-action liquid that instantly soothes your throat and relieves even the toughest coughs that can come with a cold, wet, <coughs> dry, <coughs> and hacking. <coughs> Don't let a cough control you. Control your cough with Robitussin DMX. Soothe your throat, relieve your cough, and don't suffer the consequences. Use as directed. Men over 40, have you tried the GNC award-winning breakthrough designed to invigorate your body and increase your libido? If you're experiencing lower sex drive, general sluggishness, and decreased performance, you need Nugenics. Nugenics is a powerful man-boosting breakthrough. For 2013, it won GNC's Innovative Product of the Year and was also named the number one selling men's vitality product. Learn how you can enjoy a complimentary bottle by calling now, 1-800-955-1252. Nugenics uses a clinically researched key ingredient to invigorate a man's body and increase his libido. Enjoy more passion, higher sex drive, improved performance. Be more of the man you want to be in the gym and in the bedroom. 
Tired of your body not performing like you'd like it to? Experience the award-winning breakthrough, Nugenics. Feel like the best man you can be by calling for your complimentary bottle. Nugenics is available at GNC and Vitamin Shop. But to get your complimentary bottle, you must call now. 1-800-955-1252. That's 1-800-955-1252. Do you instant message? Get a better service and chat everywhere. Trillion is modern instant messaging for home or work that prioritizes chat interoperability and security. Start a chat on your iPad at breakfast. Continue chatting from the car, train, or plane via your mobile phone. And wrap things up from the office on your desktop. Trillion has great support for many different chat networks, including Facebook, Google, MSN, AIM, ICQ, Yahoo, and more. There's even mail integration. Upgrade your instant messaging today. Visit Trillion.im. That's T-R-I-L-L-I-A-N.im. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's world, where we talk all travel all the time. It's 43 minutes after the hour. And I guess it's a fantasy of a good number of people, the thought of just leaving it all behind, getting on a ship where everything is taken care of for you. You don't have to prepare any meals. You can read books to your heart's content. You see the world. How about a world around the world cruise? I think that's something that some folks, particularly those who have taken cruise ships before, dream about being able to do sometime. Tom Mullen is my guest, and he is a World Cruise Voyage host. He hosts World Cruise for the travel agency called Cruise Specialists. And he's departing this weekend on the MS Amsterdam, a Holland America line, to take a group of people around the world. Tom, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Rudy. How many around-the-world cruises have you hosted or been the guide to? Well, I was just working that out for you. I've I've been around the world 35 times now over a period of since 1979. How many people actually, I know you can get on the ship and get off, and you can buy a partial cruise, but how many people, for example, on this trip, I don't know if you know, but on average, do half the people who board an around-the-world cruise actually go all the way around the world? Yes, I'd say the percentage is fairly high on this one. I think it's almost up to about 700 uh, people doing a full world voyage, and then the, the, the other clients will probably, probably do a segment. And obviously, I don't need every port stop, but generally, how are you going around the world? How does this ship go around the world? Oh, um, um, a quick rundown. Okay, sailing for about 114 days, um, going through Panama to Ecuador, Tahiti, New Zealand, Australia, up through to Burma, Indonesia, Singapore, over to Dubai, Suez Canal, Egypt, um, through Greece and Turkey, uh, probably um, the Azores area, a part of the Mediterranean, and then over back over to Fort Lauderdale on April 30th. Beginning and starting in Fort, in Fort Lauderdale on 114 days to do the whole enchilada, correct? Correct, yes, that's right. And it's a nice thing to do, actually, because what's a, and it's, it's ideal for people, for um, like single people, like-minded single people as well. It's like they like to meet new people, they want to go to more interesting places. Because you have to understand, Rudy, there's a lot of places around the world you can't get to by aircraft. And, and of course, a lot of people, they will go to a hotel and stay there for two weeks. And if they're on their own, they, they get lonely or there's not enough for them to do or they haven't met enough people. But on a cruise itself, the main thing is it's, it's, it's a group connection. That's the most important thing I find when it's going around the world it is. Because you have a lot of single people, single women, single men, a lot of married couples. And I've always found people that go around the world, the men are more usually apprehensive 
is because by the end of the World Cruiser, they're straight down at that desk, rebooking another world voyage because they've actually enjoyed the holiday themselves. Well, in 114 days, you have no time to fall in love, get married, and divorce, for goodness sake. That's plenty okay, of time to do it. That has happened. It does happen. <laughs> what is it's very most... nice to see that. Um, I met a couple of this on the last trip. They got married in 2006. They met in 2006. So it's very nice to see that as well, I have to say. What is the most common misperception of a world cruise that you run into when you discuss your career with your profession with people? I, I think misperception would be a lot of people find it could be too long. But when, you, but when you're traveling around the world, it's not really, I remember the old terminology, 80 days around the world. But really, 80 days isn't enough. And it's like, and of course, it's not just going to the places themselves. It's the journey to the places themselves, which is very important. So, say if you have five days at sea on the way to Tahiti, you've just talked about your past experiences in South America, and now you're talking about your, your new experiences you're expecting when you arrive in Tahiti. And of course, and on board, you've got lots of different events, black tie affairs, casual dining, fine dining, bridge lectures, dancing lessons. So there's always something for everybody. You know, How long is the course, average? Uh, Tom, excuse me for interrupting. We have only a minute left. Yeah. How long um, is the average stay in a port? Do you stay more than one night in these places? Yes, it can. It's sometimes it's half a day, one day, two days, sometimes up to four days. I see. And I know that, of course, the cost depends on where the cabin is, what level of cabin you have, but yes. a ballpark figure. Okay, but well, well, it depends on the shipping line, really. There's, there's lots of inexpensive cabins to expensive cabins. Okay, on, on this one, I would say between. 35000 to 400000 depending on the type of cabin you purchase. All right, and that's for 114 days. I can't do the math in time for us to, uh, before we say goodbye, but uh, yeah, will yeah. you be with, what is your job in 30 seconds? In 30 seconds, miles of project, it's like a 50-piece um, like jigsaw puzzle. That's how I narrow it down to sometimes. It's making people feel reassured, making things run smoothly, especially if you have a medical situation, you need to go ashore with them to the hospital so they don't feel left alone because uh, sometimes you leave people ashore when the ship sails if they've had a serious operation or anything like that. It makes them feel comfortable. Tom Mullen is a World Cruise Voyage host with the company Cruise Specialists. You can find more information by going to cruisespecialists.com. Tom, thanks for joining us. Have a great cruise. Pleasure indeed. Thank you. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Oh, welcome back indeed. Nice to have you. Nice to have you here on this uh, January weekend. I hope you're toasty warm where you are. The odds are against it, unless you happen to live in Southern California or uh, Florida or listening uh, online in the Caribbean or elsewhere at RudyMaxa.com. By the way, you can hear the show uh, streaming live from uh, 10.06 Eastern till noon every Saturday by just going to RudyMaxa.com and hitting the Listen Live button. So if you're on the road and you like to keep up with me. And uh, by the end of the weekend, the podcast of the show will be up too. So if you hear a segment in one of the two hours of the show that you'd like to pass along to someone else or you didn't quite hear all of them and would like to hear it again, that will be there. 
And uh, let me uh, ask you to go to my Facebook fan page. It's Rudy Max uh, Travel Leisure, travel slash leisure, I think, and uh, hit the like button while you're there. Uh, Janet, my producer, posts uh, some of the links to deals I'm going to give you. Um, she also posts uh, what guests are coming up, and occasionally I'll post some travel items. And one last pitch. If you'd like to receive my weekly newsletter, it's free. It's very personal. It's not how to pack. It's not that stuff that you get in. Um, just send a, a, a note to Rudy at RudyMaxa.com and put subscribe in the subject line. That's all you got to do, and I'll put you on the list. If you have been subscribing, you may have noted that I've only written a couple in the last uh, couple of months. I have been uh, taking care of a friend who's been quite ill, and uh, I've been just basically getting the work I have to do done. So forgive me. Um, I felt bad about it at first. I thought, well, nobody's paying for this, and everybody gets a lot of mail, so you know they're not going to be too mad at me. At any rate, let's, let's do some deals of the week. Have we got that old sounder? Dust it off, Jeff. Hit it. There it is, the cash register. Yeah. Okay, here's, a, here's something to look forward to in February, um, but you can start planning for it very soon. Mark your calendars. If you're headed to what is possibly the country's best restaurant city next month, that would be New York City, because restaurant begins, restaurant week, excuse me, begins in all the boroughs of New York City, not just Manhattan. There are great restaurants in Brooklyn and Queens. Begins February 16th and runs through March 2nd, which sort of makes that restaurant weeks. Sounds like two weeks to me. You may begin making reservations February 2nd. So circle February 2nd on your calendar if you're going to be in or around New York between February 16th and March 2nd. Count on $25 lunches and 38 Dollar dinners, though some of the top restaurants I noticed uh, are going to charge about $50 for a three-course dinner. But, boy, it's a bargain. I looked at some of the restaurants there, and there's some really good names. Remember, taxes, tips, and drinks aren't included in that price, and many restaurants don't participate on Saturday nights. You'll earn double frequent flyer points through March 8th on JetBlue if you pre-register. Now, this is for new bookings only, so if you already have bought a JetBlue flight for the next two months, you're out of luck. But if you want to buy one now through March 8th, You'll earn double frequent flyer points if you're a JetBlue member, member of the JetBlue's uh, Frequent Flyer Club. Again, be sure to register at JetBlue's website for this promotion before you buy your ticket. This is a good one. This is a good one. If you want to go to the United Kingdom, London, Manchester, whatever, you can get an economy of class reward flight to the United Kingdom on British Airways. Excuse me, excuse me, not British Airways, on Virgin Atlantic. Virgin Atlantic. Coach class reward flight on Virgin Atlantic from the United States to U.K., for 25% fewer miles than normal for travel between now and the next 11 months, if you book, if you book by January 22nd. So from the East Coast, you can fly on Virgin Atlantic in coach for only 26,250 miles for a coach class flight, round trip, 26,250 miles. Now, the bad news is London airports charge steep landing fees, so there are huge fees and taxes on the ticket. So you're going to have to shell out 500 bucks. Still, for 500 bucks and 26,000 miles and change, that's a pretty good deal. From Florida to the West Coast, it'll, take you, it'll cost you 31,875 miles, plus between 475 and 500 extra for taxes and fees. Now, you don't have Virgin Atlantic miles, you say. Ah, yes, but if you happen to have American Express membership points on your American Express card, you can transfer miles over. Just go to Virgin Atlantic's website, open up a frequent flyer account, call American Express and transfer some miles over. And I think till the end of this month, I think you might get a bonus on those miles. You might get... A 25 or 30% bonus on every mile you send over. Uh, also in New York, it's Broadway Week in New York City, January 20th through February 6th. You'll be able to purchase two-for-one tickets to 21 popular Broadway shows, such as The Curious Case of the Dog in the Nighttime, Aladdin, Jersey Boys, A Delicate Balance. And a couple of hotels will give you a deal, too. If you reserve one night at the Sheraton New York Times Square Hotel, Sheraton New York Times Square Hotel, 
you'll get 50% off a second night. If you book at the Westin New York Grand Central, it's a Westin New York and Grand Central Station, they'll give you 40% off a second night. Uh, Janet's going to put a link for this two-for-one Broadway tickets offer uh, on my Facebook fan page, Rudy Maxa Travel Leisure. Hit the like button while you're there. We're trying to get up to, I don't know, I don't know how many. We're about to hit another 100-round number. I like that when we do that. Um, how much time we got, Jeff? We got enough time for one more? 45 seconds. I can do that. Viking River Cruises is going to give first-time passengers $200 off per couple on a river cruise if you book by the end of this month. Viking River Cruises offers cruises in Europe, China, and Russia. They're all eligible for this special offer. The code you need to know is 06ECHO, E-C-H-O. 06ECHO is the code. If you're a first-time, if you will be a first-time passenger on Viking River Cruises, $200 off per couple if you use the code 06ECHO and book by the end of this month. You don't have to travel this month. Just book by the end of this month. You can find details by going to vikingrivercruises.com. Okay. I'm going to have more deals of the week next hour because this is the slow time of the travel year, and this is when they're handing out deals. I've got some good ones coming up. So if your station is leaving us this hour, um, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, we'll talk to you next week. If you'd like to hear the deals, just go hear the podcast uh, after Sunday afternoon for the second hour, and you'll hear them. Meanwhile, if your station's sticking around, as most of our stations fortunately do, we're going to take a six-minute break, and we'll be back in Rudy Max's world. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.